Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, there he is, the man himself. Uh, I didn't think of a nickname, so Magneto to my right. <laughs> there you go. Hello, everybody. And across me, uh, Rasputin himself. How you doing, Garrett? All right, I guess I'm a female. Awesome. I'm a badass. Well, isn't Rasputin in Powers of X? Isn't yeah, that yeah, a sister? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I didn't know Rasputin was also Colossus. But it's Peter Rasputin is Colossus. Uh-huh. Or Magic is also, I think, under Rasputin. Hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what those two were, like a mix of his Magic and Colossus. Okay, very cool. Yeah, as they mix them, as they stated on that one page. Yep. When you mix their genes can't together. Have, can't incest. have too many, though. Can't have too many, <laughs> She's though. She's got like five powers. Then it gets fucked up. Uh, my name is Marvin. I'm your Xavier again. Come to me. My X-Men. To me, my X-Men. Sorry. <laughs> Not come to me. Um, come all over you. I mean, come to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> as we learn in this issue, we'll talk about it later, guys. Uh, Xavier uh, has some shit going on, so... Uh, it's Wednesday Comics for the comic book podcast to tell you about comic books and let you know what we think about them. We talked about some <laughs> books this week. Speaking of Power X, we'll talk about that later. And at the end of the show, we'll talk about uh, Batman Damn, the whole thing, the whole damn thing. Ah, that should be the title um, of this week's episode. The goddamn Batman, that's how I am. And, uh, but first, before we get there, I wanted to get you guys' take um, uh, that new Gods movie that's coming out. A couple pieces of news here for you. First, we don't know Tom King's writing it. Uh, but they brought on board a team of experts, a team of Kirby experts. Uh, Mark Evander, Tom Scully, Grant Morrison, and Keith Giffen, and Walter Scheinson hmm. are all going to help make that movie. Ooh, that's cool. uh, also, they did confirm the main villains will be um, Darkseid in the Female Furies. So That's me badass. So hmm. sounds like Mr. Miracle to me. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I mean, they're all going to be in there. Tom King's writing it, so obviously yeah. we're going to see some of that. So, what do you think, uh, Alex? What do you think of a new God's movie? I wish people could see my face while Marvin's telling me the thing, these things. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't. I think part of it is I don't know enough of. You yeah, do. We love Mr. Miracle. Oh, they good. were all in there. It was like a year ago. You don't want to see Grammy goodness? Uh, Granny goodness on the screen? No, I don't want to see Granny goodness. You know what I want to see? I just want to see Mr. Miracle. I you want this movie see... to be New Gods featuring Mr. Miracle, only about Mr. Miracle. That's all. He'll be in it. Orion? Yeah, Orion will be in there. I mean, I'm excited. Dead. I think, like, DC is definitely trying to focus more Burn on creative-based, like, movies. Okay. Cool with that. Because they haven't been... I mean, obviously, they've, that universe has been shitty. Who do you cast as Berta? Could be a big female. Berta. Hmm. Barda. 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 Do you think big Berta? <laughs> yeah. Let's go Pee Wee. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I don't know. Could be somebody oh. tall. Amazonian. I'll think, of, I'll think about it. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Lay it on me. Kristen Bell. Smallest <laughs> <laughs> person I can think of. <laughs> probably yeah, like 5'1". How tall do you think she is? 5'1", I'm going to say. She's short. What do you think? No. No? I don't think she'll be. No. No, how tall is she? Oh. Well, I said 5'1". Five five one. One, what do you say? I say 5'1's good. No, you have to pick one. I picked 5'1". 5'1 five five one and 3 quarters. No. <laughs> you say 5'2". What do you say, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter. She's 4 not going to be Barda. 4'11". 4'11". 4'11". Tiny Barda. <laughs> hmm. Kristen Bell's height is 7'1". 5'1". She's a fucking Got giant. It. I know how tall she is. Who could be that actress? 5'1". Who could be that character? You know what? Who's the... Um, Nah, she wouldn't be good. Never mind. I don't know. 
Salvik's gonna have to be somebody who's not actually that big, and they're just gonna make it big, like you know, like a like a, well, like Olivia Munn. Yeah, I guess she was already in a movie though. Not in DC one. Yeah, no, but you can't cross pollinate like that. Sure, are you fucking kidding me? Yes, you can. <laughs> cross pollinate. You can do that shit in the same universe. What's um uh the guy who plays Hemdale? Who's he gonna be? Idris Elba. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see who he's cast as. Oh, he's gonna be somebody in the DC movies. Deadshot. Oh, we thought he was no, gonna be Bronze Tiger. He's not gonna be Deadshot. Bronze oh, he's gonna, be, he's gonna be in that movie. That's right. Yeah. He's cast for that. He's in Suicide Squad. Suicide he's Squad. Bronze Tiger. The su- no, I'm saying right. he should be Bronze Tiger. The Suicide Squad. Get it right. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad already came out. Chip. This is the. <laughs> they changed the whole script so he could be in there. So. This is like Fast and the Furious and then the Fast and the Furious. That's two different movies. Uh, uh, by the way, I saw the. There's a. Hob, was it Hobbs and Shaw or Shaw and You Hobbs? saw that movie? No, no, I didn't see it. I want to uh, see it. But I saw a remake of like where it's called Calvin and Hobbs. Oh, I didn't see that too, yeah. And it's The Rock. It's is. good reviews on online, uh, so. I heard there was a flashback scene that doesn't make any sense. I hope there is. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Just jump off I guess he has like a sister that's like 21 years younger than him, and they're both in the flashback scene as kids. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so what are you talking about? The man knows time travel. That's true. He was a little I, kid. He time traveled back to when his he was bald then. I too. think the only thing when I think about that movie and I realize it's not comic book related is that. Wait a minute, they're both they're all superheroes in that movie. When the Rock right. shows up, family superhero. and they go and they go over to Samoa, and they're trying to get that helicopter. You know that he is literally going to hold that chain and hold the truck yeah. and somehow pull that helicopter. What back do you mean somehow? Down. Do you think the Rock couldn't do that? Oh, I think the Rock really can. When's the do Rock going to be Black Adam? That's happening, right? They said that's happening. They He's said, still doing it. said the script's done. Do you think he feels bad for dedicating himself to that character when Marvel's taking off? He could have been over there. He could have been Luke Cage. Did they even ask him for a spot in Marvel? I mean, he sought out DC to do, not necessarily Black Adam, but... You think uh, Marvel ever, ever asked The Rock to come over? Uh, the Rock could be colossal. I think he costs too much. They don't, yeah. get, they don't get people who cost that much. Right. They get them when they're new, and then, that's, and then they become stars. Right. That's why I'm waiting for Marvel to come call me and go, hey, Alex, we want you to get ripped and be Craven the Hunter. Like Robert Downey Jr. made like $540 million over his entire Marvel career. Is that X-Men? Yeah, but why would it be him? John Cena. <laughs> the guy's got the haircut. Right? Yeah, but he's short. Who? There's already C- a new guy. Cena well, would be Wolverine. John Cena is not short. I guarantee you, 6'5". Is that short? Cena? Yeah. No way. I'm guessing like 6'2". I think he's my height. You're 6'2"? You're not 6'2". I am 6'2". There's no way you're 6'2". I'm 6'2". You're 6'2 on 5-inch heels. (laughs) (laughs) John Cena is 6'1". Boom, bitch. So he's shorter than you. So you can't be Colossus? Nope. All right. Too short. Too short. Dollar short, dollar late. Um, Let's get to these comic books, which were cost a lot of money this week because a lot of them were bigger than normal. (laughs) Wait, I, I'm hold on, real quick. I got ten women we want to see wield Big Barda's Mega Rod. Is the sci-fi article? I'm just gonna list them off real quick. That's awesome. inappropriate. Yeah, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, Gina Torres. Um, I don't know what she's from. Gina Torres. This girl. Uh, okay. Next. Is that Gina Torres? That's Gina Torres. Where have uh, I seen Gina Torres? There's Mara La Negra. Um, she is from the show Love and Hip Hop. There's Aisha Tyler. Yeah, I've seen her. Um, okay, doesn't done much. Right, who we got friends here? She's Rachel. Rachel Ostavovich. Okay, maybe. I don't know. If she's she's, she's from like mixed martial arts. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, certainly get um, someone who's interactive. Laverne Cox. Um, From what? Orange is New Black? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Um, and then we got Frankie Adams from Sci Fi's The Expanse. I don't know. Take your look. Oh, let me see. I know her. Yeah, she wouldn't be bad. Um, we got, oh shit. Gina Fabian, uh, a Kiwi fighter, is what they call What's her. What's with these fighters? Okay, her face doesn't match her body. <laughs> if we're going to go with fighters, who's that Drift. one girl who is in the Fast and Furious? <gasps> Gina Rodriguez. I could see it. Yeah, I could see From that. Jane the Virgin. That wouldn't mind. She's not that tall, though. Um, Aisha <laughs> Hines. See, they're going to cast her. She's like 4'2". That's true. Hmm. Yeah, Look how, how, how tall Gina Rodriguez is. Okay. Well, I guarantee you. They're going to put her on a five, fucking three, box. Five, three. It's like when Tom Cruise needs a box. They're not going to get her a box. Half that list was people who looked like uh, Barda, and then half of them were people who actually would, would <laughs> half be them good. Half of them were Barda. Half of them would be good. <laughs> yeah, half of them couldn't act, but they can kick ass. That's true. Who's that one girl from the Fast Furious? No answer. Fast Five. Um, fast Five. Remember she fights that other girl on the stairs? Oh, Gina Carino? No, they other like She's like, she um, used to be a UFC fighter. Yeah. Isn't Gina Carino, isn't that uh, the girl from Deadpool? No. The super strong one? This one here? She is. Yeah, she's she's the super strong one from. She punches tosses in the dick. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I think she'd be good. Yeah, she would. She'd be good, Barda. Good call. There you go. I saw that. She was Venom on. uh, Venom on um, America's. Gladiators, American Gladiators, on the new one. There's a new one? There's a new one that came out about 10 years ago. Oh, it's not new anymore, dude. Well, <laughs> Ten years, the, you mean the, the remake? Yeah. yeah, it was a remake. You know, there's the 80s. It was back. It was back. People don't like American Gladiators anymore. I loved, I loved that show. No, I'm saying, I would like it too. She's 5'3". Yeah, see? Put her on a step still. Yep. Wednesday Comics, here we go with the comic book uh, uh, reviews. Paper Girls number uh, 30. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang, the finale of Paper Girls. Uh, it all ends here. Dell upsized issue. Um, what do we think, guys? The finale. I really like this issue. I mean, I think I would parallel it very similar to Paper Girls number... Or, geez. Yeah, it was like Paper <laughs> Girls number one. Up. I meant Black Badge number 12, where it... I mean, the story's concluded, and we kind of get that one issue to kind of see what's going to yeah. happen next. I feel like in this one, though, we needed it. We did. Where in Black Badge, I was like, dude, I've only been with these guys for 11 issues. Like, I don't need anything. But this has been 30 issues. Of, like, not being stable in the timelines at all. So, so almost three gone. years. But yeah. this, this one I enjoyed, where when I read the Black Badge one, I was like, really? I just spent $4 for a nice little wrapped-up gift, where this one, I even got the wrapped-up gift, but it's what I wanted for Christmas. It was So this one first starts out with Mac having a bad dream. Uh, it turns out it was Terminator. She came back together. Yeah. Um, she had a Terminator <laughs> a nightmare. She woke up and they all went to the paper routes. We kind of saw like a similar to how the first issue started, where they all get to, they all met each other. Um, three of them knew each other prior, uh, two more so than the other one, and then they met the new girl. Um, but we saw here, uh, the uh, grandma. What's her name? Um, Who? the grandma. Mm- not, in the car. not Miho. That's uh, that's from Sin City. Anyway, she protects the timeline Miko? and keeps them alive. Miko. And then uh, I do love this scene. Michelle. We get after she saves them, and it backs up from Earth, and then finally she's like, "Hey, we're not, we have an hour still to eat. You need to go to school. Do you guys want to hang out more?" 
and then that's how it ends, making you think that the universe corrected itself, and now they're going to be friends again. So I did like this one a lot. And I mean, you could tell they it's had nice like book. the subtle memory. I mean, there was something kind of like I feel like I the universe to be is friends, trying to keep them so. together, right? And even though she, that one lady, made them wipe their memories, she still wanted to keep. Them so remind me in twenty nine is the future them's from all timelines shot them back in time, right? With yeah, the gun. and erased their memories. Remember? Okay. No, that, 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 why are they so confused on seeing each other? But then you saying it now is like no, they're trying to remember who they were and like oh yeah we they if they were friends prior they knew each other but Aaron was new to the team and KJ just kind of knew people so Max still gonna die right yes uh, I assume she's yeah, still with supposedly yeah from going time traveling but she doesn't remember time traveling so they're just gonna blame it on the cigarettes right yep. but now all four of them smoke yeah but I was just four friends hanging out in the eighties just like why not. Um, I did like how those, quit, so. how the issue opened with uh, was it KJ was like dre- in that dress yeah. and she's like shut up us all. What, this is your bar mitzvah. I'll punch you in the boob. That's right. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And I like, like Tiffany. The Mac was like because isn't it KJ f- fell in love with Mac yeah. first before Mac fell in love with KJ? Uh, Correct. Yeah, I think Mac liked. But him. I think they both liked each other. So right. Yeah. We didn't realize KJ liked Mac. Mac until does, that moment. Yeah, we see a little bit of the flirting here. That Mac punches her and stuff like that. She's like, right. mm-hmm, I like you. It was a nice issue. Yeah. The characters we've been with for 30 issues, that's never been confusing who they were. And uh, I really enjoyed them. And it's a nice little uh, goodbye to them. Knowing that It did feel kind of sad to me. This yeah, one, it was this like a was, sucker punch. It was like, was damn, tough. we spent a lot of time on this book. I didn't shed a tear, but I was like, oh, It was kind of sad. Like it sad to know we're done. It reminded me of watching a series, and when it's done... You're kind of like, oh, well, I get kiss. That's it. Yeah, you so put all like, your investment in it. I guess you could reread it, but you kind of want to see, like, I kind of want to see a book with them just being kids. Yeah, living their life and yeah. just growing up now. Paper Girls too. Well, that's just when you call that women. Would be amazing. Why couldn't you do like a little six issue event where it's just like Paper someone Girls comes to fuck back up the time to the future? Oh, gotcha. That'd Printed. I feel like Brian K. Vaughn isn't that kind of guy. Though. No, he would won't. come back and do. Something I don't think he does sequels. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. I mean, Cliff Chang, I mean, it sucks that you're not going to have a book on the regular drawn by him right now. Maybe I wonder what his next project will be. Cliff Chang. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully I, something. I think the last thing I had seen him in, though, was Wonder Woman for New 52. Yeah. Those first, like, this. 35 issues. He was doing these for a while both together, and then he left that to do this. Yep. And I don't know what else. Yeah, look up what he's doing next. One. I think he's one of those You look it up, I'm going to give this baby a 10. Yeah, 10. Look at this, a 10. This I mean, that was a great, what, five years? This is a nice kiss on the forehead. Makes you feel nice and warm <laughs> inside, but... You know what? I did feel warm inside after A little sad. If somebody kissed you on the forehead, Alex, you feel a little sad. It's like a goodbye. De- well, it depends on who kissed me on the forehead. Like you're at a train station. Your dad kissed me They're on the forehead. They're saying, hey. I might want to punch her. I'm saying goodbye to you at the train station. And I kissed you on the forehead. Did, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might want to punch you in the face, too. I'm looking up when Paper Girl I say, one came out. October 7th, 2015. What? October 7th, 2015 is when Paper Girls number one came Really? Out. It's been almost four years that we've been getting Told this you. book. So that's why I felt nice to have this little book. Dang. Alex, you would, you'd kick me if I, I kissed you in the forehead. I would probably said, push you into the said, oncoming train. Alex, it's okay. I'll <laughs> see you again. I mean, that's basically what happened. That's why I feel sad. So, 10. For well, me. to be fair, Aaron didn't punch any of her friends in the face. She wanted them to hang out with her. So, we'll see. Maybe at that point in time, I would feel like, oh, man. I need you in my yeah. life. Ten for sure, though. I mean, it was a fun, fun ride, and it's gonna suck that uh, they're not working together again. For eh, a while, you never maybe. know; they might come up with something else. You know what else we got this week? Black Panther number fourteen, written by 
Tanisi Coates, and art by Daniel Acuna. Uh, any any issue that Acuna is on, I think is great. We're finally getting into a uh, the climax of what's going on, which is, I don't know. I'm already, I'm still kind of burnt out from this whole big buildup we had. Uh, but Killmonger shows up with the sweet venom. Uh, what do you want? What do I want to call it? Black Panther suit, right? As yeah. he's running the Empire. I like this issue a lot. I like, like, I liked it, and it's nice to see that we finally built up into something more. But I think I'm at that point where I'm, I've I'm seen some Earth Prime, and I want to get back down to Earth. I've been in space too long. Well, some that's water what they're planets. doing though. They're like communicating with that, and I think this is like a way bigger like action packed issue. I think with the when the Kuna does the art it feels grander. I remember we talked about that when we talked about the first arc, how grand it felt, like a Black Panther space opera book. And it does feel that way with his art. I think with everybody else it felt smaller and now it feels grander. So um I did enjoy it. I did like the action scenes. I did like the way it was going. What was the last page again? Let me look it up here again. The last page I forgot I had questions the last page. Wasn't it like something blown up? Somebody 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 like shows up or something. Let me look it up here. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, though. I'm going to put it right here. Go ahead, keep talking. Was it T'Chaka? No. Oh, you're right. It does blow up. Is it just the explosion? The ship blows up. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, basically that explosion, that big explosion that they were going to wait to get everyone off, they're like, fuck it, we got to do it now. He's going to be around and kill everybody. Um, Akuna's fantastic. I'll tell you that much right now. The colors on this issue? Perfection. Um, there was, I guess, the thing for me. There's not a lot to talk about. The book looks good. Story was fine. It was a pretty action-based issue, so not a lot to talk about. They attacked. They blew they up fought, the water planet. They went to Earth and they said, "Hey, gotta help me out." And he said, "Then her Tough sister news. said, the fuck we gotta help you for?'" He's like, "Hey, they are all gonna come for us. They're gonna come for you too." And then um, they cut off the power uh, for the transmission because they need it for the fight. And uh, that's where we're stuck. So it seems I'm like an unsure thing to be like, why would we help you, bro? What's she saying? Wakanda's thriving without you since you left? Guess what? Bitch, I'm coming back. <laughs> and she, then he's like, motherfucker, they stole your king? You're going to do something about this? And someone's like, he's right. This fucking stole it. That was the king. I think he probably would want, want to do Wakanda forever through the teller. And she's like, damn, bitch, you're right. Let's come back. That's all he has to do is just go, hey. And then, you know. Um. Yeah, not really. I'll talk about it's an action-based issue. Right. Art's fantastic. Story. I like the way it's going. I'm. Sh- I'm sure the next issue is the final. It's nice so. to see Killmonger finally show up. We've do you been think th- it's gonna like actually end, or do you think it's just like the end of that storyline? I think it's said number eleven or twelve or something like that. Really? On the solicit. Let me look. Up. Oh, oh, really? Damn, it'd be kind of crazy. It's her mm. new Black Panther book. Um. I mean, you see on the cover, uh, he is going to be back on Wakanda with Storm yeah. and all that, those people. So, Getting a welcome back after he killed Killmonger again, of course. Show him mm. how it's done. Blow him off with his own planet. Or a planet. Mm. You can name it if you want. Uh, issue 14. Oh, they don't get 15 on here. And yeah, the next issue is them celebrating. So I assume it's the end. It's like Return of the Jedi. You know? Yep, no. We killed everybody. I mean, it is well, very much like Star Wars, I would say. So I'm excited, Like Alex said, I am excited for them to get back to Earth, get back to politics. So, Well, I just, I'd, it's fun being in space, but I'm ready to get back. How did they deal with the king coming back? So what if they go and they help 
T'Challa, and that ruins that ruins the whole fucking ecosystem. They waste so much money doing that. They come back. Was it worth it for Return of the King? That's the next arc. Wait, isn't Return of the King? Isn't that Lord of the Rings? Yeah, the next arc that is called Black Simba. Panther. Simba. Simba. Black Panther: Return of the King. It's going to be called. I named it already. <laughs> that would be awesome. And it's about was it worth it? Yeah. Suri versus him. Like the king's been gone. We've been doing good. Civil War. Now he comes back. Now it's shit again. Get the fuck out of here. You know, he's been around in Avengers and... Hey, don't, be thinking, like don't, be, don't be thinking like me. That post. That's how you ruin books. This was a good eight. I say good eight. I didn't dislike it, but also I was just like, hey, okay, cool. I would say... Good I colors. Mean, it, I was like a, colors. it was a fast read. I feel like, like it's a nice little... Yeah, it's fast, mm-hmm. but, the, but the art and the colors is enough for me to be like... Seven. This is a seven. It was fine. I And I don't know what I wanted more from it. We're speeding up. We're getting to the end, which is great. But it's kind of like the Batman theme for me. I don't. I care, but not enough to be like, oh man, you got to really blow me out of the water. I need to watch Killmonger beat the shit out of some Black Panther. Hey, Wakanda forever. Nice respect, Garrett. Um, we have the Green Lantern Annual Number One, written by Grant Morrison, with art by artist I don't remember. I can look it up here. I didn't know anything from this book. Well, I think if you've come to realize in each issue of this Grant Morrison Green Lantern book, they're all one shot. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't know who Howie is. Hal Jr. Never heard of him. Howlander. So these aren't. Are these old characters? They might be. Are they established? No, the guy's his brother. The glasses. He's a brother. Yes, he's a whole fucking family. And he's that's so the sad why, about his dad dying. That's the reason. Whole fucking family. That's the reason why he goes crazy. Uh, bef- prior to rebirth is because his family. He kills them all when he. Uh, Gets possessed by parallax. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, but I mean, you kind of pick up on them when they're calling him Uncle Hal. You kind of figure no, out. No, I mean, I realize they're family, but then I wondered if Jacepsi, it was actually his family. That was Cam Coley. Yeah. Really. Huh. I like this issue a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the bad guys. The bad guys are that was cool. Zeep. Are from uh, 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 Grant Morrison's Flash Run. I read. So they're I from the Flash Run. You know, usually Grant Morrison's Flash Run. You know, you, Grant Morrison, reaches back to the Silver Age. This one, he's like, I got shit I wrote. So <laughs> I'm going to put that in here. <laughs> Good idea. So uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Nice, fun little issue. We saw um, uh, Hal team up with his uh, uh, nephew. nephew. Airwave. Airwave. Was it Airwave? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I thought it was a nice way of being like, Hal's always like, hey, I'm going to do this myself. Realizes he couldn't get his friends. And then now he called all the other Green Lanterns, and they're all like, okay. It's a nice issue. Yeah. Nice, I, solid. It's fun seeing how, like, as a space cop, like, that's what he's like. I feel like Jacepsi Kamikoli's art. Yes. Fantastic. It was very good. That is great. Fantastic. Art. So much so that when I saw Solicit for the next issue, when we got Liam Sharp back, even though Liam Sharp's been fantastic, yeah, I kind of like the way he draws how Jacepsi draws how better than that one. It's not, yeah, I think Liam Sharp's so in, detailed. Why do you wake up in the tub with full clothes on? Like he wasn't taking a bath or anything. Maybe when he's in space, he sleeps in something similar to that. <laughs> Maybe it keeps them safe. Maybe it keeps them in place. Oh yeah, isn't there? It's kind of like Kyle XY. They sleep in that because it's got like, it's like it, it's like a safety dome. Oh, it's thinking like Daredevil where he sleeps in it so he doesn't hear anything. Do you think that maybe too much time in space he can't control his bladder anymore? So he just sleeps in the tub. Could be a very good possibility. Maybe used to depends. hard floors. Maybe it was like a cockpit. Hmm. Nice play on words. Why would he wear a diaper? What if he's got to go up there quick? You think he's going to go wear a diaper? He uses his ring. His so ring just creates ring. a diaper for him. He so. wills it onto him. Oh my a diaper. Urine. He creates a, a catheter. Yeah. By the way, that'd be the most lethal weapon. He uses his, <laughs> his willpower to hold his urine, and then he shapes it into an arrow and throws it. And 
stabs people with his own piss. Gross. Respect. I would. I would rock it. Dude. Also featuring an incredible guest appearance by the Strangest Lantern of all, you must not miss the Green Lantern Annual. So, what do you guys think about this being an annual? Um, do you like I, it? I would see how it is because it was like a one shot. Like whatever is going on in the story right now has been more about him, like mm-hmm. exploring the Green Lantern ring and like meeting up with other people in. I do like space. that. Like I said last week. DC with their annuals either is an extension of what's going on or like this, like they feel like it fleshes out Grant Morrison's Green Lantern world a little more. Uh, um, it's not like totally random. It's just like this is still in continuity within this arc, but it's a story. No, so it's just an is- extra issue. It's going to be issue 11 of or whatever. But if you think of this issue, this is the only issue where he's on Earth. Mm-hmm. Every other issue has been in space. So that's kind of cool. Like the annuals kind of bringing them back to Earth. And they're having a party, I guess. A big yeah. Jordan family. Right. Nice little kegger. I was surprised there was no mention of uh, Carol. You know, see, that's the biggest thing. It's is getting like over. That's issue mis- 50 of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. It's like, hi, Carol. And then Let's Graham Morrison's run. Who the fuck's Carol? We don't have her. Do you yeah. think maybe... Uh, well, he's a cop. He's got to take his duty. She got kidnapped. Seriously. I feel like she'll show up in maybe season two. If he says these are like seasons. Yeah. Bet, like, this is focused Do you think maybe he was drinking in the bathroom because he's so depressed and that's why he fell into the tub? Well, maybe maybe her, him and Carol broke up for the hundredth time, and he's I just got to get over this. Let's have a drinking binge. At first, when they walked in and everybody was passed out, I thought they were fucking drunk and passed out. And he's like, what the hell? They can't wake up. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> At first, I was like, holy shit. Everybody just pissed themselves drunk, and all the kids are like, what the fuck's going on here? Why is his nephew? His nephew seems of age to drink, but he wasn't. he's not knocked out. He's too busy hanging with the kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep the kids safe. I guess maybe the oldest nephew is still considered like he still goes to the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Yeah, even though he's older, he's still considered a kid because he's with the kids. I don't know. I still eat with my adult cousins who are. So I'm know, saying kids and child. Once yeah. people start, unfortunately, uh, leaving that table for the last time, then you start moving over. Mm-hmm. But until they're there, they're there. They're older. Do you still? So you're saying you need to start killing people at the adult <laughs> table? <laughs> Let's make that movie: <laughs> adult table versus kids' table. <laughs> Uh, I would give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't like everything I'm looking for in a Green Lantern comic because again, it was just like a one-off. But uh, it was fun. It's nothing like like um, Robert Vendetti's uh, Green Lantern run was a huge epic over so many issues told a big story. Grant Morrison's been more trying to since it is a season. He wants it to be like a TV show. Every single thing is a cop procedural, like different different case. And so I do kind of like that. It feels like an old school, like a uh, uh, Hawaii Five-0, uh, Adam. What's that show called? Adam what? You know, Alex, you're old. Adam? Yeah, Adam. Something more numbers. 11? No, mm-hmm. I'll look it up. What? you never what? seen that show? No. I thought you watched old shows. No, well, I do watch old shows, but. Cop show. I had a, a show that Adam. I can remember. Adam 12. It's a cop show. Nope, don't watch that. I like that. what that is. It's like a law and order. Hmm. Anywho, uh, no, I don't care. It was, this was, it was fine. An eight. It was this an eight. This was fine. This was a seven. It was an eight. This had things I was like, oh, that's interesting. But kind of like you said, where it was the a different part of Hal. Hal's like, yeah, I'm I'm a superhero. I can handle this. You kids go sit down in the corner. He didn't and say cry. that. He said, I'm not a superhero. I'm a cop. Yeah, he goes, but I can handle this. I mean, I'm will. I made a willpower right here. Watch me. <laughs> and then they're and like, fucked over. Uncle Hal, what's that yellow stuff? <laughs> oh shit, my piss. We got to get it out. <laughs> then he throws us an arrow. And they're like, oh cool. 
Kills the kills the radio frequency guys. It was this was fine and it's Yeah, why did he just piss on them if they're all electricity? Because they came back anyway. Yeah, oh, okay. Because they were going through his ring, weren't they? Yeah, and all the electronics. So they're using the Wi Fi hotspots to hang out. There were like it was fun, it was interesting, it was actually fun it, a nice thing to see is when you bring a bad guy that belonged to someone else and then they fight another hero. Much like in Jane Foster where she's gonna fight Bullseye. That's exciting to me. So this is intriguing to see a Flash. At least they show, showed up in Flash. Can I ask right? you two questions about this issue? Yeah. It's more of an artist thing, I think. Unless Grant Morrison wrote into the script. We can't tell. But um, do you think Jacepsi doesn't, A, know how people dress these days? Because they seem like they're in like in the 60s or something. The way they're right. dressed. Old clothes. And he doesn't know what a cell phone looks like. Because <laughs> they look so huge and clunky. And I was just like, dude, they're not that fucking Maybe they're on their game. They're on their Game Boys. That's what it was. I mean, that's what it looked like. It, it like was a, a good book. play, though. Everyone's obsessed with technology, too, so that's why they're getting well, I'm saying, brainwashed. Maybe looking at an iPhone picture. That's true. Like, why, is this, why are they... Maybe a Google thing. Like, but the weird thing is the, the family conversation after the adults wake up, and they're all yelling at each other, and I guess, I again, this is a callback to something way back when, where... I feel like that's half Grant Morrison. Half of it is being like, oh, cool, the nice references. Yep. And then half of it's like, oh, it's fun. Okay. I mean, he enjoys going back and reaching and saying, hey... But when you get something he does by all by himself, like a like a Klaus, 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 um, then it's like, oh, it's fantastic because he's contained within that thing. Yep. But especially in DC, when he does stuff, he reaches back and he's and have. I mean, you don't have to know it to enjoy this, but if you do, it's a nice thing being like, oh, cool. Well, he does like the Donny Cates thing where he calls back to something small that was yeah, it changes it up, inconsistent then, and now it's like, oh, this is legit. Okay, that's cool. My turn, right? Mm-hmm. Power of X, yep. number one. Got it. This is uh, Jonathan Hickman and the artist. I'll find here in a second. Uh, Power of X, as we were talking about um, earlier before we, we uh, talked to you guys here on the show. Uh, Power of X must, might as well stand for Power of Ten. I believe that's a play on words, they call it. Whoa. Guys. Whoa. Uh, D.B. Sylvia, is that the artist? Yep, I think so. Uh, we started the issue off with Xavier in the park. Um First off, I can't tell if this little guy here is uh, huge or if he's just close to the screen. You this guy, you remember this guy? I think he's small. I think he's a short dude. He's got a okay. huge He's face. just close to the yeah. screen, so yeah. it's a perspective thing. Okay. Um, he is uh, sitting on a bench, and Mora X comes over and uh, acts like she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She's like, oh, look at the magician. The magician, we later find out, is uh, Rasputin. Um, tower. We've seen that tower. We see that again in the future. And then the devil. We see him in the future, too. It's a combination of a couple uh, X-Men. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, She's like, I don't know anything. And he's like, um, she starts saying shit. Like He's like, sorry, do we know each other? He goes, oh, yes. We go back quite a ways. Who are you? Why don't you read my mind, mind, Charles? Read my mind and see. And he just goes, oh. And then he skips to uh, the next one. So Year of X, or Power of X, excuse me, Power of 10. It jumps, the story is jumping from year 0, 10, 100, and 1,000, right? Where if you multiply anything by 0, it's still 0. So this should have been House of 0 or Powers of 0. Hey, don't argue about math. This is Xavier. <laughs> You're right. Um, it's uh, jumping between things, and uh, we're seeing the evolution of the X Men from the beginning, which was at that first scene, I think, is year 0 uh, before Xavier knows anything. Because uh, he was walking. He was in a chair. He was walking. Um, and then the main story, to year 10, that's where House of X takes place, year 10. 
And then we got year 100 and year 1,000. And in between these years, we get the Hickman uh, uh, pages of information, which is the thing I think I enjoy the most. A lot of information in this issue. Mm-hmm. A lot of information. Mm-hmm. But if you took time to like read, did you read the pages? Yes. Um, we learn about like uh, Mr. Sinister and what he does. He has breeding pods and like how they've been trying to breed X-Men uh, or uh, mutants for a while. And uh, Mr. Sinister turns to them first off. Yes. Of course. The guy's bad. Bad news. Well, I didn't even show him this issue, though. He's dead. Ah, uh, he'll be all right. Yeah, he's dead now. Oh. But he's... I think I he was in Spider-Man. In year 100, I think he's when he betrays him, right? Well, like he's dead now in the future in 1000. Yeah, 1000s were oh. most of the story took place. Right. But in year 100 is where he betrayed him. After he'd been farming. Because all, all the leaders had died or are missing. So they turned to Mr. Sinister and be like, we need your But help. isn't when we saw Raspoon in them year 10? Or that was also year 1000? That's no, year 1000. That was 1000. Oh, no, really? no, 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 no. That was year 100. Oh, was it? Yep, because then when you go to a thousand and the oh, blue right. aliens sitting the blue there had meditating, that chunk of thing yeah, in her face, then it face. was like a, a little star after that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. And um, so it was year ten is when I assume well, somewhere, somewhere between there, year a hundred and ten, Mister Sinister betrays them, starts mm-hmm. farming, but only because it said that their leaders uh, were missing or dead, and so they turned to him out of uh, desperation. Desperation. They knew that he probably was going to fuck them over. Uh, Nimrod was terrifying. Nimrod, so Nimrod in the year 100 was fully put together. He was right. terrifying to go from. Hey man, I'm sorry, I got to do this, but uh, we got to kill you. He seems like one of those bad guys. <laughs> yeah, like brains like, out. I'm sorry, you and then they're like, do you want to give her a bath? He's like, holy shit, can I? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and it basically was a bath that digitally downloaded everything from you, like made you into this digital much so they could get all your information because they couldn't be right, read your mind. She had a black mind. And which they explained in one of the pages of the Black Minds where you're not able to read their minds in telepath. And so uh, they're going to give her a bath in this one liquid. And that, yeah, that was uh, scary where he went from, hey man, I'm sorry I'm going to do this for you. I mean, you are, you know, you were made, you're a hound. You're made to not give us up information. I understand, but this is the way this works. And then he's like, do you want to give him a bath? Well, shit, can I? Let's throw him in there. <laughs> I know it. this is the worst thing you ever feel in your life. So uh, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to enjoy this shit. Um, and then later in year 1000, he's turned to, now he looks like um, cute little flying tech, thing. Flying mm-hmm. tech bug. Like a what? ghost. From yeah, like a ghost from Destiny, yeah. yeah. Uh, They're like these little AIs. Yeah, I, that it's like, game. I got it. Fuck you. And uh, who is the uh, girl in year 1000? Who, the blue one? Yeah, yeah. Blue one with the tech face? I don't know. Did they call her did, name? Did he call her a name? Did Nimrod call her a name? I'll look here in a second. But year 10 we get is uh, the second part of what happened in House of X. Where Sabretooth and Mystique go steal something, and Sabretooth uh, gets captured, um, and Toad and Mystique show up, and they bring this little looks like USB drive. Now they're back um, in Krakoa, right? I was excited about that, especially when Charles like took the flash drive because I was like, if there's another Magneto uh, Mystique side like subplot to ruin all this, I'm gonna be so upset. I, I I believe the way that Hickman would carry this book is that finally Magneto and I was gonna say Optimus Prime. Xavier actually finally see eye to eye. They're going for the same thing. Mystique seems to be a little flaw. Edge. Right. Because she even questions, you know, can't you, what was it that she says to Xavier about, are you guys doing this for the right reasons? And he's like, well, he do you says, not want a better mutant kind? He says, we all, you, everybody that lives here owes me something. And then he takes it from her and she said, she goes, well, what do you owe us? And he goes, we're building the future of mankind, uh, I don't want you anything. Something like that. Something, something snooty that you know, Charles Xavier would me. Like yeah. he's getting I don't a little think it's more. Him, baby. I don't think it's him, baby. I say this seems like the maker. Well, 
because he uses telekinesis and Xavier does not have telekinesis. He only uses a telepath. So he, he takes get, the drive from her and it's like, how? Uh, does, doesn't he get those powers from what's... Phantom Ax, I was say, doesn't Phantom X have... I don't think so. Tele- not telekinesis. I didn't, think, I didn't think he had telekinesis. No. I know he's a, I thought he was or a Or I master. guess maybe he controlled Magneto who took it from her. Give it to oh, so he's got he's got other tech though. They didn't really that wasn't really explained because well. his I'm helmet's sure. on his head now. Yeah, that's what he touched his helmet. So maybe the mm-hmm. helmet gives him telekinesis, but mm-hmm. oh, it might be somebody else. Maybe he's got a power amplifier. In the beginning of this issue, we saw it was X Zero where he meets Moira for the first time. Yeah, correct. Which I thought that interaction was a little interesting. It was like I saw you across. Yeah, it was it was a little awkward. You're hot. <laughs> You're gorgeous. I love your bald head. Can and I then touch she was it? like, hey. I know shit about you. We He's know like, each other. Read what? my mind. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> um, so yeah, you're a mutant? You're right. Year 100 is where... Um, year 100 is where they had Rasputin and... Um, what's the... Silobel? What was her name? Rasputin. I did like Rasputin. I Cardinal was, was the... Cardinal. That's who I was trying to figure Nightcrawler yep. guy. And uh, they tried to save her by no dice. So from what I understood, Rasputin was sisters with Silobel, and mm-hmm. is a four-team, four-man team. Two are dead. Well, one's dead. Sister got captured. Pretty sure she's dead. She is. And then Cardinal and Rasputin got away. I gotta make sure I pay attention more to those. Do they say the timeline every time that they go into the news? Yeah, it's usually oh, it, yeah, on the top corner. Oh, I guess I didn't even look. Uh, so, so and then between her getting captured and what we see happens to her in a second here with uh, Nimrod. Nimrod. Um, we get two pages, three pages, excuse me, of the Sinister Line, what happens there. And I did like the page of talking about the outliers and how there was a failure rate. And each time they tried to introduce, like the first time they introduced, uh, they tried like one power and then two powers. And then finally the last one they tried um, five powers, I think. No, four powers. I think it was five. Was it five? Because there was, was five, five genes. Yeah, yeah. So they tried, Yeah, here's five here. And uh, the failure rate was sixty-two point three percent. And they talks about here they think maybe that was like built in, ex- like on purpose. Um, so I like these things because like they're like curious things, and you're like, what's gonna happen with that? And I'm sure they pay off eventually. So yeah, because I didn't really get what the failure rate meant. Um, they died. Was yeah. what I've understood. An experiment the breed, sinister breeding program will produce results that fell outside the expected range of failure rate. Every generation of mutant chimeras had outliers, but the exception was these failures would be controllable at worst and acceptable at best. Um, for instance, Generation 3 had a 10% failure rate, which in spite of being bred for war, these mutants developed passive peacetime powers. Um, I don't think they died. I think that just that they didn't, like they're, they bred them for war and then like they would have passive powers and not really be able to do anything. Oh, okay. So they were outliers in that the breeding program was to help them fight against the mutants dying, and they really didn't really do that. So, oh. uh, Nimrod, you're right. He, uh, we talked about him before. Hey, I'm sorry about this baby, but yeah, die. Pe- people die. So, uh, The dumper in the uh, thing, and then uh, Rasputin and um, Cardinal go back, and they see an old man Logan. They see uh, an old Magneto. Uh, is this Groot? Who is this guy? So I didn't know if that was Groot. It and did I look didn't... like Groot. Well, he looked like Groot, but so. Groot's not a mutant, though. Yeah, he's not a mutant. And he's got a weird different... Who's the other one? Is it Exodus? Scorn? Or is that Scorn? Okay. Yeah. Um, and they say, the old man's waiting. Come on. 
I don't think we see the old man, do we? No. No, we know this issue. But then there's uh, two pages of the places where the mutants live, Benevolence and the Char space. Uh, 7,942 mutants remaining there. Candelier, which is on their home world, 1829. And then on this asteroid K, which we just saw only eight of them. So we see four of them and two of them. So there's two people we haven't met yet. Um, well, wouldn't that be the two that are dead? No, they said that it now... Well, this is the old man that we haven't seen After yet. the recent deaths of the ex-hound Sybil and the ghost Percival, the current okay. population is eight. So okay. after those two. Okay. So the old man's waiting. Who do you think that is? Xavier? I don't think so. What what old man are you talking about? Which In the year 100, right. when Rasputin and Cardinal come back and they see old man Logan and them, yeah. uh, Logan goes, the old man's waiting for us. And then it cuts. We never see what happens. Oh, oh my gosh, it's the old man Logan. He's really old in that thing. Oh. Like the old, this is old dirt man old. Logan? This is dead Logan. <laughs> Dead, man, Dead Logan. man Logan. Maybe it's Charles' actual body. No, because this. Uh, I don't think, you think so. I think Charles would be missing, probably. Yeah. Old man. Who's the old man? Magneto's in that picture, so you know it's not him. Yeah. Let's say Magneto's still alive, so it's very possible that Charles would be. But I don't know. Get out of my head, Charles. The I'm old man's wait. It has to be Xavier. Yeah, it's got to be. Why would Wolverine call him the old man? Maybe he's transferred yeah. himself into another body. And then one other person. Probably Toad. Scott. Magneto. I mean, uh, Mystique. Ooh, Scott would be good. Scott. Maybe Scott is the old man. Mm-hmm. I said, Scott was my other guess for an old man. It might be him, actually. Because we, we know he's on there. Because we saw him in the House. first issue. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll get there. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was actually Cyclops. And then Jean Grey is also a person. Hopefully it's not Cable. This is a very intense story. Like I'm excited. It's fun. And then the year 1000, yeah, that's when we see the uh, Nimrod who looks like uh, a ghost. And then the pink, uh, the blue, blue person. Girl. I think she's she called the librarian. Librarian, that's right. Because we are in the archive of Nimrod the Greater, the mutant library. And she says, we are losing them. There's nothing we can do to prevent it. It's too much machinery floating around inside there. Not enough soul to save, let alone copy. He said, the blame's not yours, librarian. It's mine. It simply wasn't built to maintain integrity for a millennium. It's no one's fault. Nimrod did exactly what you're made to do. You created a collective consciousness in Mutinum, a living database of homo superior, in order to preserve or to provide a tactical advantage in war. Who could have known how pointless and useless the war would be? Who, at the time, could have seen the surprising end of the human-machine-mutant war? Homo sapiens... So good at to be done with all that. So humans are dead. Uh, there was just supposed to be a big human machine mutant war coming soon, and uh, looks like it means uh, they downloaded their consciousness um, to save mutant them to help in the war. But it looks like the robots were like taking. Isn't Sybil still like deteriorating in that? Tank yeah, she's too. still becoming. That's good. when they were like, "Hey, it's too much. There's no soul to save. It's just machine left." Mm-hmm. So damn. Uh, and then the very last page, um, they're looking uh, in this like e- uh, biodome that they have built. As a remainder of what the world used to lo- be like and to remember what we overcame, it's important to keep a record of the greatest sins of history. Even better, to preserve a remnant, something at, to point at and hope to God they never have dominion again. So it shows two people in this biodome. One person looks exactly like Wolverine, I'll tell you that much. And the other person's just a lady. Actually, it's, you know, it's they're dark and out, so you can't really see them who it is. Could be Wolverine, and it could be Laura. Because <clears throat> that's at what Laura point in time? This is 1,000. 1,000. 1, 1, so 
That's how it ends. Well, they technically have their healing factor, so they shouldn't die unless other means cut up their head brought into them. But they remade these people. So okay, they well, remade them. Yeah, just uh, as a reminder, what used to be they said. Oh, because isn't that like Adam and Eve? Like that's not yeah. another thing. So they said they're, they're remaking gonna, humans. They're remaking them, but making sure that they don't get out of control again. Nice. So we'll see. Uh, I would give this one a nine. I really liked it. I mean, yes, the year thing can get a little confusing, but I think the story when you you're know reading what? each Power section. Ten. Ten. I would say I think I think I'm still on a high from House of X that I'm going to give this a ten. I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see where Jonathan Hickman's taking us. Um, where he's setting the new standard for what the X-Men are, and that's exciting. There's something about the information, like information dump, that is overwhelming, but I enjoy like reading those pages, being like, oh, what the fuck's this? Like, you got to think of what's going on. So, Mr. Sinister, can't trust his ass. Who would have known? If you saw him, Alex, you know not to trust that you guy. His eyes are, I mean, he looks like a vampire with a douchey outfit. He looks, he's, he's a prick. Why Are they making a movie him? about Mr. Sinister by himself? Yeah, it sounds like a Sony thing. I think they are, actually. But I thought since Disney bought them that they're... Well, yeah, no, it's scrapping that. Yeah, no, that's Sony. You're talking about Fox. About Fox. So Sony owns Mr. Sinister? Yeah. I wonder if it says he's a Spider-Man villain. Oh, look, it's... Is he? Yeah. He's been in Mr. Yeah. He's been in Spider-Man. Well, everyone's been in everything, but... So if he premiered in Spider-Man, <laughs> then they have him. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, for the record, my phone died, and so I don't remember which issue of Captain America it is. 12. Is it Captain America 12? Cap 12. By Tennessee Coates, who did the art, is Adam Cooter? No, it's not Cooter. It's Aaron Cooter. I thought it was Adam. Adam, Adam Kubert. Kubert. Kubert, sorry. Is that who did it? Adam yes, Kubert? Matt Miller on the colors. There you go. See, I didn't know anything, but that was what it was. So we get an issue, Captain America number 12. What do we think here? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It opened up that Cap was still doing what he does, like saving people. Uh, he was, you know, from the end of last issue to this issue, I thought we would have seen more with the Ladies of Liberty and like the Druid or Dryad or whatever her name is. Um, and so at first I thought this was Hydra Cap at the beginning doing all these things because I thought Captain America is dealing with trying to run away. So that's the thing. I still think it is Hydra Cap. I think there's something we're not seeing. Because, yeah, he got out of... He, Captain America got out of prison with the Ladies of Liberty. It has to be the regular Captain America. Why? Why because he, be? they, they rescued him. And now yeah. they're with him. How will they know? So he was doing his Captain America stuff. Since the other one was the solitary confinement. This guy wasn't. Yeah. He got out. The other guy's locked up uh, deeper in a hellhole that you could ever see. Nah, he got out. The Hydra Cap did get out. He broke through that hole in the wall that That's right. the Lucans so, created. So. But... But the fact that he's with Sharon and Lady Liberty, that makes me think it's real Steve. I, but that, see, that's almost women me, because the way that Steve was talking to Sharon just seemed unpolite, Steve. That is true. Wait a sec now. Ooh, conspiracy. What if that scene where we see Captain America get picked up by the Ladies Liberty, that was Hydra Cap, because they were both in the same facility. Yep. So that was my only thing, is I'm wondering if, if either real Cap is with Sharon or real Cap is with the Ladies, but the other Cap is with the other team. It was no, because... Oh, wait, no, he, it's, it's the same possible. scene. It's the yeah. same scene. Right. Okay, because that's um, right. He gets showered with Sharon, and then he goes to meet the ladies of Because it, it did seem weird. He was very cocky and kind of He's like, I gotta do what I gotta do, bit. bitch. Yeah. Back off. And he didn't call her bitch, but that's just how it seemed is the way he carried himself was just like, nope, I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing is the right thing. Um, I don't know. There's, just, there's something different about this, and maybe it's just how it was written. Um, maybe his word choices, but there's just it was something rubbing me wrong. It's like I don't think this is actually I, I think Steve. The thing I wasn't a fan of is 
They're like Captain America's dead. This is the the power, the, the power of Steve. Yeah. Like, come on, Stevie. Like, uh, I liked it. You didn't? Because <sighs> one of my one of the one of my favorite Captain America series is uh, Steve Rogers, Super Soldier, mm-hmm. and he wears that suit. I love that suit. That suit oh, is badass. I love the suit. The suit's great. Um, I just. He was uh, in Secret Avengers here. It's when he was just Steve Rogers. He wasn't Captain America. Really? Because Bucky was Cap. And when he came back, he let Cappy, uh, Cappy. He let Bucky be Cap for a while. Oh. So in this series, for like a long time, he was just Steve Rogers. Oh. So at the end, when he's hold, he's not holding a shield. It's a hologram of a holograph of what a shield would have looked like. Yeah, that's what right. he that's what he had when he was Steve Rogers. What do you mean it's a hologram? It's still a shield, isn't it? it just got a little see through. No, it's a hologram. It's not a real. It's like it's like a not a hologram, but it's like um, a force field, like a psychonic or like what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Like a like a force field kind of. Okay, interesting. Yes, there you go. Huh? Looks bitch in there. Hmm. He like wears it. You see on his wrist. He wears it on his wrist, and then he just turns it on. It just kind of. Oh, so he's like uh, God of War, Kratos. Yeah, he's Kratos. (laughs) You know what I did like in that one scene when they showed all the uh, costumes. (laughs) <laughs> it was like all the costumes, even the one from that uh, shitty movie. Yeah. It was like sitting over there where he has his helmet and shit. I was, oh, yeah. It made me laugh. That was good. Um, I liked it, but uh, it's kind of like an in-between issue between what happened last one and where we're going. But yeah. I did like them setting up Steve Rogers to be Super Soldier because uh, Sharon was right. It was like, this other guy has ruined your name. People really don't believe in you. Maybe we need What we need now is not Captain America. We need Steve Rogers. Yeah, it's reinvented. Believe in a person instead of an idea. Yeah. So we'll see. Which is, I mean, which is fine. I don't mind Steve Rogers having that, you know, showing up in his own book and getting to be Steve. That's not the problem. I just. But I also guarantee the reason why he's doing that is so later when he does fight Hydra Camp, he can tell them apart because one will be in that costume and one will be in the Captain costume. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, uh, yeah, I give it a seven. I'm excited for the next issue that they've been teasing for like six months mm-hmm. to actually have him be on the run, which won't make a whole lot of sense now that he's with the Ladies Liberties and Sharon Carter. He's going undercover. Yeah, could be. Trying to find Guys, that. you know how they taught you how to go undercover, put a hat on, and put glasses. No one will recognize you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. You put on hat and glasses, see so who recognizes you. You know, we'll we'll do it one time. Have one you ever th- seen the uh, video with Chris Evans? He wore glasses and sunglasses, and he was in Times Square, and nobody knows who he was. That doesn't seem like that'd be hard to do. Be in Times Square. A lot of people don't stare at your face, too, while you're walking out. Yeah, boy. I mean, I could do it, too. Put a hat on, put my glasses, walk with my shoulders hunched over so no one sees. If I was a celebrity, I'd have, like, a hat that has, like, mullet hair that attached to it. So every time I put the hat on, it just... I'm a celebrity. Fucking do what I want. Just walk around with that. Hey, leave me alone. Because no paparazzi are going to follow you. To be fair, if I were a celebrity, no one's going to follow me around anyway. It won't be a problem. You're going to be a celebrity, then. Uh, I think seven's a good rating. It's a nice in-between issue. Yeah. So it's not bad, but it's also like, what happened? So this is one of those things where the the cover bugs me. You're watching Captain America run from a helicopter getting chased. Yeah. Most most action he did was take a shower. Yeah. Ugh, scrubbed off. I didn't know he wasn't running in that shower. Dangerous, though. Get slow. Mm-hmm. Slip and break. Unless you the think if he slipped adhesive duckies. and hit his head, he could die? Or is he too strong for that? No, he'd have a healing. He'd probably break the shower. Break the shower? I mean, if Thanos can punch him in the face, I think he's okay. But do you think it's like a sneak attack, like when he gets like right here in the back of your head, the little soft spot? What if he hits that? I don't think so. I think Super when his reflexes would be too fast. <laughs> oh, it's hard. Uh, I think his reflexes would be too fast. Nothing would go over his head. Do you guys have the horn? 
What? Speaking oh, of the, the back, back of your head? Skull? Yeah. Yeah. They said our generation is one of the first ones to have the horn in the back of the head because we spend so much time looking down at our phones that the calcium builds up back here and we get a little little bump back here. Okay. I had that long before that Nah, happened. boy. What you mean? You're looking at the floor too much. So we're turning into xenomorphs? Yeah. So you know how um, those one helmets are like slipstream helmets? That's how our heads go quick. So. Hmm. Huh. I mean, I'm like like reverse cone heads. I've been trying to reverse it by looking up in the sky, so it comes up here, and that's. Fine. <laughs> I'd rather have it up front. Every time you head about somebody. <laughs> what did you give it, Alex? I'm like, I'd give it a seven. Seven's pretty solid. This wasn't the best issue I've read. The best I've I've read better things of Captain America. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Sarge? That's what he means by seven. Yeah, I've read better. <laughs> There we go. Captain America number 12, Black Panther number 14, yep. uh, Paper Girls number 30, and uh, Power of X number 1. Green Lantern Annual number Green Lantern one. Annual number 1. That Those are the comics we read this week. Go to your local comic shop or online anytime, like I always say every week. Um, not your uh, keeper. So. Um, the reason why I only did five this week is because we're going to talk about three more books, uh, a three-issue series that came out. The first black label book, and it ended. When did it end? Last month? Uh, yeah, a couple so, weeks, couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, book a book called Batman Damned by Brian Nazarello and Lee Bogermo. Uh, the also the people who did Joker and Luther from the past that team. Uh, Joker actually, uh, Joker just recently got re-released as a black label book. So if you want to read that, go back. That's a good that book. book. Is excellent. I like that book. Is it? I've never read oh, it. It's yeah, so good. I feel like a lot of uh, Dark Knight Joker came from that book. You read that it's book. It's told from like the him. perspective of one of his minions. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and he's like all dirty sweet. and shit. I feel like that's where most of the Dark Knight Joker came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luther. I was like Lex Luther. But uh, this Batman Dan three issue series about Batman trying to figure out uh, Joker if he's actually dead and what's the fuck's going on. Um, let me ask you guys a question here, and we're gonna mm-hmm. go full on spoilers here, so we're not yep. gonna listen here and tell you uh, if you haven't read this, go ahead and read it. It's out now in collection, I believe. I saw it. If not, there are three issues. Go pick them up. Uh, a little bigger. $8 yeah. each. Nice hardcover or prestige, prestige cover. Prestige format. Uh, yeah. If you can find that first one, the original print, you can see a dong. Uh, but if not, the... Uh, actually have not, a not, just, not just not a just, dong. I mean, it's Badawang. The Badawang. But you see the Badawang, I've realized a lot more than you think you do. I've only seen it the three times. Why? Yeah, it's in there a couple more. There's a time when he's squatting, like, oh, or he's sitting on the bat like, chair, and he, the battling's there too. Oh, yeah, like, look at oh it again. God, I must have had better lighting in my room or something. Because <laughs> I'm like, I see so much more. Oh, I, the first issue. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah. I, I, it sounds horrible, but I actually kind of did look to just see. Like, oh yeah, you really can see that outline. Nice, bro. Yeah, like, I don't think I would ever just strip down naked after like being Batman for a night. What do you mean? Well, I think that that suit probably you get sweaty in that shit. He's got air conditioning in it. I mean, it would be pretty cool to walk naked in a giant cave. Well, I say, I think it's one of those things where when he asked the computer, so in the first issue, uh, Bruce does get the shit get down a little bit. He goes back to the back cave and goes, uh, "Computer, run analysis. Ah, well, you have three new contusions. Ah, seventeen. When new we last start visions. out, we don't know what he's running from. It's so it's. God, I just want to talk about the last issue to kind of make the whole series. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's why I said spoilers up front. Yeah. Uh, you find out the last issue. I'm going to tell you the the end first. That, uh, and I, I want to get clarification because I'm not 100 sure. Yeah, is Batman in hell? Batman's dead. Batman's dead. He's yep. in hell because, and he's in hell because he killed Joker. It's or like he, purgatory. He yeah. he uh, tried to kill Joker. We yeah. learned that he didn't die mm-hmm. um, because Joker stabbed him, and he knew it was fatal. And he's like, I can't let him live because what happens when I die if right. he's still around? 
So I push him off the bridge. So I fucking try to kill him, and then so he's in hell. Mm-hmm. And we see all the people that you would see in hell, supernatural kind of, uh, we see a dead man. Yep, the dead Spectre. man, Constantine. Constantine. I don't know what Swamp Thing's doing there. Zatanna's, Zatanna's, Zatanna's not there. there. Yeah, she's there. Um, the so wait, is Harley there? Like, we're in hell the whole time with Harley's her, right? there. Mm-hmm. So Harley's there. But it might be a manifestation of Harley. Um, I thought this book, here's the thing about this book. I enjoyed reading the three issues. Right. I like the art a lot. But I wonder um, how much felt like filler. <laughs> it feels like the first issue and the last issue did a lot, but the second issue is just kind of like, all right. I would agree. I think that... Oh, we also have the demons in there. Yeah. Uh, Etrigan, but he's a rapper. R- right. That was pretty interesting. I did like that characterization. Right. It makes sense. So fun makes to sense, be a rapper. Yeah. yeah. That's I what mean, I thought. It was like, if you're still in the movies, maybe just make him the rapper guy. Right. It was just such a cool concept. Like, the first two issues, you don't even know that he's dead. So you're trying to solve this mystery of, like, maybe a post-killing joke joker. Like, how is... I mean, there was a body washed up. Um, how is he dead? Um, but, you know, what's cool about that. You know, like, we know that Batman's the one that's in the morgue at the end of yeah. that third issue. Is when they show that face of the the body in the first issue, Batman sees it as Joker because he can't face the term that he's death. the one, his own, yeah, his own. Well, death. he thought that he killed a Joker, right? Right. Yeah. So he's like, oh, "This is what happened." Yeah. And he's like, "No, dude, you're fucking dead." I did like actually. Never mind. I take that back. The second issue, I believe it was the second issue. We get that whole scene of Bruce originally when his mom and dad are having issues. So in this mm-hmm. storyline. His mom and dad weren't the perfect couple. They were having mm. issues. Seems like the dad was cheating on her. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, because he hired she hired a detective and he probably pictures and she was crying. Um, that one scene when he leaves the house and says, "We'll see uh, when I come back. You better not be here." And she goes, I'll "Get this house over my dead body." And he said, "Yeah, we'll see about that." And he leaves, and he was supposed to play with Bruce Cowboys, and he, he's like, "Dad, we're supposed to play." And he's like, "He leaves." He goes, and he gets mad at his mom. He's sad and he turns to anger. Because his mom's the one that made his dad leave. And so he goes up to her and pretends to shoot her with that gun. I thought she, he did shoot her with the cap gun. Oh, well, he like pops it. And yeah. then she knocks over the... She drops the uh, picture. picture she's looking at. And she's crying. Why would you do that, Bruce? And like, they have that talk. And, I, and the way he was like upset about it and asked if she was okay. I thought it was a really strong scene. Mm-hmm. It really got to me. I actually yeah. liked uh, issue two the most. Like, yeah, issue, I take that back. Like, like issue, I forgot about that. Issue one yeah, was good. Issue one was good. It was a nice... Uh, idea of what was going to go on. And then I got into issue two, and there's the Harley character. And I was like, you know what? I could understand Harley having a hard time with uh, thinking Joker's dead and what she would do to herself not having Mr. J anymore. You know what? Also, I thought I wonder, because uh, Enchantress is in this. Yeah. That scene, you think that scene is like Batman coming back as a ghost and like somebody's possessing him? Like he's getting help from these people who can jump between worlds. So what if Joker is actually dead and he shows up? Because Enchantress takes over his body for a second in that scene. And so I wonder if it's really, it is the real world. But even if Joker is dead and Enchantress decides to possess his body. Oh, wait, she no, because he's him not dead. Yeah. Right. Um, By the way, she uh, injects uh, Batman with this stuff and uh, almost tries to rape him. It's right. Weird. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, too, is like. Batman, I think in like this world, he it's it is like a purgatory. So maybe there are some characters there that are like yeah. representing different things and what but, he believes they are rather than what they actually. But are. now that Batman, like we don't know this yet, but he's technically seeing himself as the bad guy. That's why he's in purgatory. And who is Harley always attracted to? The bad guy, the person that like doesn't give a shit. And so she wants to fuck Batman, and they fuck on the bat signal, which is maybe. I mean, Constantine I makes a joke. Him. 
He, he chokes her out. Okay. After he, okay. But, she tries to yeah. sexually assault. Well, if you read Constantine's joke at the beginning of the third issue, yeah, he says, he's like, after your time with her on the bat signal, you know, it's like, it alludes to them doing something. Oh, know. I I assumed that he fought back and killed her. Maybe he had... I don't know. Yeah. There's, See, a it, it, there's a lot of questionable things in the series. I think adds more to the mystery and like the weirdness of it all. Is like, did he or didn't he? Like, at the end of issue one, I thought he did something that yeah, his dick. Black. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know. The, I guess the one thing is that if Bruce already has succumbed to the bad guy side of, mm-hmm. I finally broke my rule and I I thought I killed Joker. Nothing else is off limits. He's already broke the one rule. He can do it. By the way, in issue two, he throws a battering. Uh, the actual battering um, into that guy's eye. Wouldn't that kill you? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There's a socket <clears throat> there. It just doesn't go deep enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can just poke your eye out and be fine. I mean, you can't but see. But I guess Batman's, but... he's okay with maining. Right. But not killing. Right. As long as you still have a heartbeat after. I don't remember what issue it was of Batman, but I remember saying it to Garrett last week about Bruce where he, someone has a shotgun and Bruce points the gun down at the guy's foot and the guy shoots his own foot off. Bruce doesn't care if you're standing anymore as long as you're not dead and the guy you could be you could be a a vegetable yeah bruce wants to break your spine (laughs) he's really loose with that rule yeah it's like i'll ruin your quality of life not just not your life (laughs) well like in you know dark not dark knight rises um return return when he breaks that kid's leg that dude's never walking or even the the dark knight he drops that guy from that and he breaks his legs right this this fall is going to kill you i'm counting on it (laughs) oh my god my spleen (laughs) It's his leg. <laughs> hey, who's not to say those legs didn't jam him in the spleen? I suppose. It's very strange. He'll, um, he'll like, basically make you fucking wish. Well, but, but it would, um, I think it's really violent in this three series. By the way, also, the first issue was black because of the violence, the language, and the nudity. And then mm-hmm. the second two, I feel like it was more language, if anything. Right. Like, the only thing was the eye thing. But besides that, I kept being like, that would probably be in a DC book the way the violence was going. But the language, obviously. Well, the sexual assault might have yeah. been a little more. Yeah, I guess that. Um, I feel like I could see that in the normal Batman book. It'd probably but, but, be a little more vague. But it does, eye, no, it does happen. But, the, does. Eye, but the eye poking. Tunji Maritalia drugs him and rapes him and has Damien. So that's true. That happens in Batman comics. Say in, uh, but that was when that happened, though it wasn't as much of like a sensitive age as we are today. And also, it cuts too; like they yeah. don't show you yeah. like her straddling them. Right. <laughs> well, I say the eye gouging though in Batgirl uh, thirty six, she jams one of her gauntlets into Shark's eyes, and so I mean, it's you watch her go, and it's yeah. I feel like so the last two issues were mostly for the language. Right, I said a lot of fucks and shits. And Do you think though that that the f words add to the story? Like if this wasn't Black Label. Would it be okay? Um, I just feel like those characters wouldn't talk like that. But that, I think that felt a little. That did pull me. Estrogen. Out a he, uh, estrogen. <laughs> estrogen. Uh, said the f word a couple times, but he's a yeah. rapper. And then uh, Dead Man said that word. But it, but it goes with where they're located. Like if this was on Earth, no, I don't. I don't think it would fit. But if they really are in purgatory, they are in hell. It would maybe match more of a sinful thing to say. You don't fix what you're saying when you're talking to Bruce. You don't mm-hmm. fix how you're acting. This is who you are, and this is how you are. This is how you act. I'm Etrigan. I can be whatever kind of monster I want to be. That's now. true, and it's all what Bruce I don't perceives have to censor. Be, so he's like, "This fucking guy's saying that word over here." Surprise! He never says it though, does he? I don't remember him saying that word. I don't remember Bruce talking a whole lot. Well, this it's, is told from the perspective it's, of Constantine. It's all ta- Constantine talking, and Bruce is like, "Shut up!" Or just you know keeps walking or mentions one thing. I don't like you, John. Type of things. Right. I mean, Bruce is still acting like Bruce. 
he uh, really couldn't fight or protect himself really uh, from the enchantress in that cemetery. No, he that's why he had Swampy thing. show up. <laughs> yeah. Swampy was sweet. He was just like, oh! And then he like chopped that uh, statue in half and he was good. And Bruce was like, all right, thanks, buddy. Thanks, homie. <laughs> but I was just like, dude, if Swamp Thing was... First off, Swamp Thing wasn't there, Batman would have been stuck in that coffin still. Mm-hmm. He helped yeah. him out of that coffin and then he saved his life, so... All right. But so it's also there. how... What if there is a stage of this book where he was alive? I mean, there's so many layers. Like, what if that coffin scene is where he actually is in purgatory for the first time? You know what I mean? When Swamp Thing breaks him out. Hmm? And I mean, he also could be... Because he stabs him, so it's a slow death. So right. when does he actually die? Yeah. Right. Well, he could be his delusions. He because be when delusion dead, man, dead Man takes over like existing humans to take over their bodies, um, I wonder if like Batman was kind of like on the ethereal, like he was like in both planes, you know, and then finally dies, gets in that coffin. I'll tell you what, though. Speaking of the uh, killing joke, and that one we kind of at the end be like, is the Joker died? He did not die, right? And then this one, the Joker died, did not die the whole thing, and at the end, alive. We get an answer. Is there going to be a sequel? I don't think so. I mean, Batman's dead. So I think this is just like a... a Nightwing. It's a legit... They don't make a joke ...damned storyline. I mean, crazy how Batman's greatest fear happens. He breaks his one rule because of it. He gives into his madness, and because of it, Joker's still alive on the other end. So the thing that he thought he took care of... And now he's in hell. Yeah, now he's in hell. Because because he broke his rule. One time. That's all you get, Alex. That's all it takes. But it was haunting. Like I love that scene where Batman figures out it's his body in the morgue, and he like fades into a lot the, of sixth sense going on there. Oh, yeah. sucked into it. <laughs> he like flashback. Oh fuck! Did that blow your guys' mind? Like I did not expect that. You know when I read that when it happened, I was like, "How the fuck did I not see this coming?" The thing's called Batman Dam. <laughs> yeah, like, true. He's damned to hell. Like, oh, that's terrifying when Joker's like walking out of the water, you know, with his arms open, just like laughing his ass off. Like that, and that's cool because like it does parallel the Killing Joke when they're both laughing at the end. Actually, I'm gonna look up here and see if they talk about a sequel. You're right. Cool. If it ends that way, that's fine. If there's a sequel, I'd be interested. I don't know. I think this is kind of like Tokyo Ghost, where I want it to be what it is for the time being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually it could be open to a sequel. That'd be fine. But let the story be what it is for a couple years, and then you can come back to it. Yeah, maybe when have readjusted some kind of redemption label. arc in, for Batman somehow. Well, what are you gonna do, Batman? Undamned, undead, undead. Hey, that's what deceased is. Batman Dishay Basara. <laughs> Batman Rises. Um, but yeah, it was that was a fun ride. I mean, Lee Bamejo's art. Uh, I can't even say Bamejo. Uh, amazing. Like, I love that it's still the same. Have you guys read Batman Noel? Uh-uh, you I guys got to read that. It's the same outfit, isn't it? Yep, same outfit. Um, and that's more of like a Charles Dickens story, like the uh, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Um that was so good. And, like, yes, this is way more different. I'd say this Batman parallels more with the Killing Joke Batman. But, man, that it's just visually appealing. Yeah. Like, worth the prestige format for sure. Well, he, he and Ross both do such a good job doing the realistic art that it'd be fun to see them kind of do, like, a, a team-up book where each of them takes a different part of the book to do mm-hmm. it doesn't say but i did uh just see an interview with brian Isrello, we said this is the loose sequel to uh, joker really yeah so this is that same universe oh. so joker and then this is like the loose sequel to that interesting which makes sense loose because it's not on earth it's him in hell but i wonder i can't remember in joker if there's any batman cameos i wonder if it's the noel batman um do you own it no, I've read it before. Oh, I it's on Hoopla. Both, actually, both versions are on Hoopla. The Black Label one and the original one. 
Not that there's a difference. Right. But, um, I mean, I assume there's no difference. But um, that makes me want to reread Joker again. So, so I would read Joker. I need to read. I think Batman, Batman shows well. up, but it's like Batman shows up, but just like there. Oh, like okay. he's not really. He doesn't talk. Yeah. Anything like that. Like so. the minion sees him like yeah. beat up Joker one yeah. time or something. Uh, but I don't think he actually does anything. That's so cool. That's fun having. No sequel like, though. I've seen any use about a sequel. So yeah. In so the no, end, this, the Joker no, wins. So this is a good use of Black Label. This right. is a nice three-issue contained story. Same with Covers are beautiful. White Knight. Yeah, I mean, they look great. They feel great. Sounds weird. But anyway. it's like, what if Batman I mean, broke like his own rule? Like, there's always that question. Will Batman go over the line and finally kill one of these villains that always come back? So now my question is, mm-hmm. after we have a few of these come out, these Black Label books, does this one going to stand on top? I would say this is top five right now. Like I mean, right now for me, so what, what Superman it, year one, obviously, top. Uh, <laughs> White Knight and this are definitely... How many black labels are there right now? Three? Well, I guess technically White Knight they made into a black label right. book. Well, then any Vertigo book is also a black label. So Let's I just say this was like the new first original one. This is after they announced black labels, the first one they said they were going to do. Okay. okay. This one, I think the White Knight sequel is, is black, black label. label. So it is. It is black counts. label. Um, this, Superman year one, the Batman last night on Earth, and there's a Wonder Woman book coming out. Oh, that's right. Let's stay on Earth. Um, and there's another book coming out, too. I would say way. since this is the first one completed, I would say this is in the number one spot, and Last Night on Earth is on the number I think Last Night on Earth has the possibility of knocking this one down a peg. Right. Um, but I would agree. At least if we're going by only completed books, this is the best, obviously. Um, if there was only five books in the top of Black Label, Superman Year One would be number six. So mm. It would still not make this list. <laughs> I'm actually ever. strangely looking forward to that ending. Really? Really. It's going to be so fucked up. That so first issue was so fun to review. I got to read the other ones. Yeah, I'm going to get the other ones for I'm sure. I'm going to get them. Yeah, so we can talk about them. It's that like first one, you didn't have fun reviewing that first issue? I uh, Don't you remember? I'll admit, most of the time when we make the list for books, it's supposed to be books that we are excited to talk about. We have good things to say. I literally put that book on the list going, this, this It's fucking this crazy. I don't good. know what's going to happen next. And it was shit. That's the man, Frank Miller, baby. It should just yep. be called Superman the Bandana. What was that know. thing he did? Like He was the most popular kid in school. But he got picked on still. Yeah. Right? He hung out with the geeks. And then what is he did something to those bullies. Which ones? He punched that one kid, I thought. And then when they went to go rape his friend, then, oh, he, yeah. then he goes and beats the <laughs> shit out of him again. Yeah. That's what it was. Fucking raping. Were they like seven years old? And then they fly out of the bushes. Yeah, yeah that's right. It, it must have been a play on Margot Kidder because, you know, her crazy episode by the bushes. I don't know what that means, but. You have to look it up. 605-215-1849. That's the phone number. Here's a call. Or on anchor.fm. Oh, we're going to give a rating out of 10? Oh, we're going to give a rating? I was just talking about this I'm going to give it a 9. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9 also. I know I'm going to give it a 10. I love the shit out of this. I was never bored. The art was amazing. The story, yeah. once you got to the end, no, was right. just spectacular. Right. When you said I was never bored, there was not a boring moment in this book. I don't know why I quickly, I, how I forgot the second issue so much, but this, you read second issue is pretty strong. Uh, give it a 9. That's good. No, I'm actually going to bump it up. I agree. It's 10. Okay. There's I nothing agree. I didn't like about this Nine and book. a half. Average rating. I give it 10 battlings out of 10. Nice. I, never, I saw a dick once, and that's it. Oh, yeah. by the way, my House of X comic, it said there was an update available, and I updated it. I don't know what they changed. Hmm. That's the thing about these digital comics. Every once in a while, I get a thing saying, hey, this comic has an up- update, and it fucks something up. I don't know what happened. It'll probably update where they robbed you of something. And my brain, is not, you know, I, get, I don't get the memory. So for me, they can do that. I you don't know remember. what the amazing thing is for your memory not being good. You are very good at telling me what the book was about because I suck at telling you what the book was about. So when Maybe you when you lead the show of going, 
hey, this is what happened in Black Panther. Wow, I don't remember that. Wait, Maybe they changed Nimrod to Rodnim. Maybe. No, no, House of X, first issue. Oh, House of X. Okay. Yeah, there was an update. Uh, maybe they, they adjust, maybe there's a swear word or... You think they removed Xavier's dick? <laughs> they added Xavier's dick. God, I should have never updated that Batman damn comic. I could have hit cancel. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think Comicsology doesn't let you read it ever again if you don't update it. Oh. So yeah, that's... So the way you're going to update and lose that dick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got it in print. Because of Bat Dick. Let me ask you a question. That comic up $80. Let me ask you... It did, actually, a lot. Um, let me ask you a question because I don't remember how that dick looks like. Was it like average, right? Or Bruce? Dude. I mean, it was almost to his kneecaps. Yeah, he said, so. it was pretty big. It was, it was his big. Bruce, Bruce doesn't have to be erect to do anything. That that dick. Well, I mean, that's why he's walking around naked. He doesn't give a shit. Alfred comes out and goes, Oh, sir, you're close. He's like, See this dick, Alfred? <laughs> yeah, but, but when back. Alfred holds his hand out, Bruce's like, Dude, your hand won't cover this. So just. You guys ever watch I Now Pronounce Chuck and Larry? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh. Well, then there's that. Uh, was it. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name. He is in Deadpool. He's uh, Tyree. Huh? T.J. Miller? No, not T.J. Miller. He's the African-American actor from the Big White dude. Chicks. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um, I can't think of his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Go ahead. I guess he has. Is like it Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I don't know if he's in that. No, it's it's not him. He's in Old Spice commercials? Nope. Terry Crews. Yeah. And he's in that oh. movie, he's got like a giant dick. And so like when he wears shorts, it's like. Popping All the way down to his knee. Like, that's how big that dick is. Yeah, I agree. So that's why he was walking around naked. Who wouldn't? Right. He's got a, what do you call axe? He's been working out the he's perfect specimen. Yeah, he's... What? You said he works himself out to, like, be the perfect specimen? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Best of he's the best. trained to physical and mental perfection. You don't think that when he saw the dick, even if it wasn't that big, he was like, we gotta have some surgery on this thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't, th- I don't think he does. I think he just does literally a cock push-up. Yeah, the amount of testosterone going through Batman's body. Oh, I mean. Sir, do you want some tea with your... Oh, shit. <laughs> he walks down there. <laughs> Bruce. Okay. I'm guessing Bruce literally takes some shark testosterone, injects right into the testicles. Ow. Let's do this. It's not like you've never seen my dick before. You, you changed my diapers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it was huge then. <laughs> Come on. Remember when I was 12 and we slept together? I mean, not like that. Hard, obviously, what? that's the, is that I mean, the Batman same and Robin did share a bed in one in the early. Yeah. Is that the days. same as when Professor X goes X Men? Come to me. <laughs> Wednesday Comics six hundred five at gmail That's the email address. At Wednesday Comics, that's Twitter. Uh, at Alex Mastrello at Garat twenty one eighty eight at Marvin underscore Seguero. Facebook dot com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Uh, subscribe to the show. Anchor Anchor FM. Uh, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher Radio. By the way, actually, uh, apologize to anybody who listened to it on Spotify. It looks like those guys take a long fucking time when they say, be right up. I got an email saying that shit's going to be right up. That was like a month ago. Like all of our episodes? <laughs> yeah. And they haven't done shit? I was like, hey, here's my new feed. And here's everything. And he's like, all right. And uh, still not on Spotify. So you want to go to Anchor. Maybe you got to send him an email with high importance. And be, hey, uh, can you escalate this? Anchor.fm or Stitcher Radio if you want to listen online because that's the reason people say they listen to Spotify. Both those things you can just stream. So you don't have to actually download them. So there you go. Also on Anchor, if you want to send us a voicemail, there's a button. You just click it. It says send them a voicemail. You can go ahead and send us a voicemail. So um, we got a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Captain America Winter Soldier written by Ed Brubaker, Steve Epting, Michael Lark, Tony Perkins, What's the Leon? I never remember his name. And you look at Jean Paul Leon. Oh yeah, Jean Paul. Leon the professional. Uh, looking forward to talking Winter Soldier. Alex, look at the back cover. What issues are those? In case people want to read the issues. Yeah, give me a moment. Give me a moment. This is the uh, Winter Soldier go. collection. Collecting Captain America one through nine and eleven through fourteen. 
Uh, what was issue 10 in that run? It's like a one-shot. Something. Uh, I was wondering if it had to do with... Let's say it was not on there. That's the reason I asked what you should By the way, um, I have to specify before you go out and find this thing. This one's a Winter Soldier collection. There is just a Winter Soldier one that's like the first part of that arc. That first part of the Alex Red, one through nine. And then there's a second part. If you get that one, it collects both of them. So I say, you need, so, you so I need Winter Soldier Ultimate Collection. Mm-hmm. That's both of them. Mm-hmm. So, God, the, I'm excited to read The big this. boy. When do we have to read it by? I don't remember. October 4th. Halloween, baby. Hmm. Halloween's October 4th, right? Yep. It's close. Yeah. Hey, I heard they were going to move Halloween to July, and they didn't do it in time, but maybe next year. Oh, my God. So that way it's better for trick-or-treating. When are they gonna I move, swear to God. When are they going to move Christmas? Yeah, I wouldn't mind Christmas in July. You, people can fly. You can go, you know, vacations. True. Why That'd does that ridiculous. have to be snow? What's going what's gonna to disrupt the void in your life that is winter? I know. That's true, though. Yeah. New Year's. Because after, after Christmas and New Year's, there's nothing else. You would be so depressed. It's like a black January, hole. nothing. February, what? Valentine's Day? Fuck well, that. New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's Day. Yeah, that's what he said that already. Yeah. March, what do we got? St. Patrick's Day. Day. The Ides of March. I hate the Ides of March. That's not a To be fair, my daughter's birthday is in March, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I guess my son's birthday is in March. My birthday is in March. Garrett's birthday is in March. Well, we just move that shit up to December then. Let's do it all in one time. Take two months off. Why doesn't everybody just celebrate their birthday and have a birthday day? Like, that's the national birthday day. We Mm. can fuck all these random dates. That's true. It wouldn't matter when anyone's born. Everybody can have the the day day off. Everybody can have the day off as a national holiday. We all celebrate. I mean, yes, you can say, hey, thank you. Your birth is actually on September uh, 29th. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, change it from birthday to exist day. So I'm celebrating <laughs> my existence. No, my existence was whatever cold day in January it was. Oh. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, RootsOfSwampThing.com, definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. The show, The Swamp Thing, just had its finale, and I guess there's an after credit something or other. DC World Swampy. Is there? I guess. Maybe a hint towards the sequel. Yeah. Coming to you in 2031 what if, what if, what when we redo Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. You know, if you read Batman Damned and you're wondering about the Swamp Thing, go there. I th- Actually, I think he uh, puts a little up about that when it came out. So, um, Yeah. Good books this week, actually. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Excited to keep reading X-Men. Really? It's really good. Now I'm going to bring you something to this stone, baby. Bring you something to this Alex, what do you think about the books this week? <clears throat> You know, actually pretty strong. It makes a difference when I actually talk to you guys about them. Because sometimes I come and go, oh, that Batman 75, piece of shit. Talk to Garrett, confirmed it was a piece of shit. <laughs> I would say like Ta-Nehisi Coates books, there's the slow burn is starting to pick up a little bit. Um, still not quite there yet, but I'm excited for their next issues because I think those are going to be the big yeah. issues that are coming up. I think Jonathan Hickman is a, a name that I'm excited to see more frequently, knowing that he's writing a book, that he is... I, I believe dedicated to making X Men yeah. a known name. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Wow, wow. You know, for Wednesday Comics, I've been the Joker. My name's Marvin. I'm your Batman, Alex. I'm your Space Cowboy. I'm Gary. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. Say, I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Well, don't you worry, baby, don't worry, cause I'm right.